0: I'm Allie. And I'm Gabby. And we're real-life sober BFS exploring spirituality, social issues, all things sobriety, and staying present in a world full of distractions. Come join us on this journey. We've been waiting for you. welcome to another episode. I know we have skipped a couple weeks, but obviously there's been some things going on in the world that have um, caused some significant changes with our regular scheduling. So we are back and excited to be here and to talk about some things that are super relevant to current social issues and things that are going on in the world today.
1: Yeah, I mean, it has been, um, I think, an adjustment for everybody and a lot of unknowns. Um, It's hard to kind of get comfortable. Um, So we are happy to be back today. Um, We're going to be talking about something that is super, I feel like, relevant right now for anyone that is alcohol-free, considering going alcohol-free, or even been, you know, sober for a while. Um just being stuck at home and the things going through the screens. I mean, I I myself with over, you know, just celebrated what, 26 months, like
0: feel super a little bit triggered. So we're going to talk about that. So let's talk about right now. We know everybody's kind of shut down. It's kind of unfortunately not across the board, but mostly everyone is currently in a situation where only essential services are open and something that has been joked about and seems to be um, this underlying. To me, it feels a little dark. That keeps coming up is the essential service of the liquor store. So, yes. um, while Allie was talking about, she's got you know, twenty. You said twenty six months, right? Uh-huh. Like insanity. That's amazing. I'm not even sure where I'm at right now. I haven't checked in a while, but I know I'm over seven months, probably almost eight now. Definitely eight now because it's mid beginning of the next one. Yeah. Today, today is probably my eight months <laughs> actually. Um, but yeah, so talking about the essential service of a liquor store. So before we talk more about the toxicity of it, I want to just be very clear in why the liquor store is essential. Um, if you aren't familiar with some of the side effects of the, of alcohol withdrawals, uh, it can literally potentially be deadly. Um, yeah, I mean, severe like seizures, things that, would potentially put somebody in the hospital coming down from an alcohol withdrawal and with the hospitals potentially going to be overwhelmed at this point, Um, there is no need to include an epidemic of people who are having alcohol withdrawals, filling up and taking away from essential services that are gonna be required for dealing with this pandemic that we're dealing with right now.
1: Yeah, and I think a lot of people, this is something um, that I learned I think even before, like right before I got sober. Um, but a lot of people don't realize that alcohol, um, getting off of alcohol, it's there's two drugs that you can actually die from um, coming off of. And that's alcohol and heroin. Um, Now, obviously you can die from other overdoses, but these are two drugs that you can't just suddenly, if you're using them for an extended period of time, these are two drugs that you cannot um, just come off of on your own. There has to be some medical intervention in most cases, and so as Gabby said, like with with all of this stuff going on, imagining you know people if if they were to shut down liquor stores, the people that could potentially die from not being able to have medical intervention because of this pandemic, that that's pretty dark. It's it's sad. It's a real thing. I mean, a lot of people don't realize that addiction is a pandemic in the U.S. as it is. The increasing amounts of either gray area drinking. Or you know, drug use, prescription pills, and so seeing these memes and seeing people talk about you know the joke of liquor stores being open or any time's a good time to drink, and not realizing that any time's a good time to drink can suddenly turn into you shaking at four o'clock in the morning and grabbing a bottle of liquor just to survive.
0: It's not really that funny. Here's why it's not a joke, right? We start with this, oh, like, my house has turned into Vegas. I mean, we're seeing thought leaders literally post shit like, oh, any, like, my house is turned into Vegas, meaning whatever happens in my house stays in my house and people are drinking as soon as they wake up. Cool. But when you start doing that every day, especially as we're locked in our homes every day and you've got that wine and liquor cabinet accessible to you 24 seven and you're like, you know what? I woke up today. I'm having a rough time. I'm stuck in my house. I'm not going to work anyways. And as these this stay at home period gets extended, you start drinking every day. By the end of this, I mean, you're until May 20th now. By the end of this, you've been drinking every day. You think you're not going to have withdrawals when it's time for you to go back to work.
1: Yeah, and I mean, I just wanna be really clear that, and, the, and this is very sensitive to me, I wanna be really clear that you can dance with the devil, okay? I'm not here to tell you what you need to do when you need to do it, but I'm gonna be very clear that you don't own alcohol. Alcohol will own you. You don't call the shots with alcohol or drugs. You, the, the, the drug calls the shots. And so I can tell you from my own experience, that when I was drinking, when I first started drinking, it was a party thing and it was always drinking until I blacked out. And then as I, you know, climbed the corporate ladder. It became this sophisticated thing because that's what I saw. And so it was like, okay, I'll have a glass of wine at dinner or, oh, and then it suddenly turned into, okay, I'm going to have a glass of wine after work while I'm cooking dinner. And then I'm going to have one after I put my kid to bed. And then it would be, I drank because of a good day or a bad day, or I can do it because I'm an adult. And then suddenly I look at myself in the mirror and I was drinking every single night. And didn't even think that it was a problem okay like I did not think that it was a problem until you know much like this pandemic has been ignored I realized that my life was demolishing my relationships were demolishing everything was and so it's just like I want to be really clear like you think it's fine and I'm not saying you know I I, I'm not I'm not the type of person that thinks that like there is normal drinking, I guess, because I just know that it's drinking like gasoline and like do whatever you want. I'm not judging you, but like, there isn't really a normal drinking. And then when you add into it, um, drinking more than even a couple drinks a week, you're really uh, messing around with something you don't understand. And so if you're doing it every single day, it seems fun. It seems like a good way to pass the time. Yo, I feel you on that. like I get it. I get it. You're stressed. There's so many different things going on. there's so many unknowns, but like these people are now messing around with the gray area drinking that suddenly turns into deep waters without you even knowing it.
0: And um, I, w- I just want to say too like i want I want this episode to really be informative and to be sharing knowledge and shedding light on on the dangers of diving into that deep end pool full of fucking yeah. wine but i also want to be like telling you like i'm not calling you to stop drinking right now if you're drinking yeah. or whatever like i think right now today we have to prioritize mental health and you might not have something else to be able to cope with but i am letting you know that if you are using this as a coping mechanism and you start using every day during this time, it's going to be so much harder to reach out for support and help at the end of all of this than if you just are really mindful of what you're doing during this time. Like I'm not calling for anybody who's currently using alcohol um, to stop drinking right now. And especially if you are, you know, if you have a physical dependence, do not stop drinking right now. Like, yeah, don't do it because you won't be able to get the health support that you need, but know that when it is, when we're past this and we're beyond this, or if you even want to talk about it and just discuss like what's going on with your your mindset as you're using, I'm more than happy to sit and listen. I know that Ali is more than happy to sit and listen to you, but I want you to know like, we're not judging you. We just want to make sure that people know where this could lead if you're not there already. And also to know that, like, if you are already there, we understand, like, alcohol- why the liquor store is yeah. an essential service, why the liquor store can't close right now.
1: Yeah, and, and that's the thing, too. Like, yeah, this isn't, like, a pointing fingers. This isn't, like, a change right now. I'm specifically worried. I, I feel like this episode is meant to be that opposing voice and a light. Because I will tell you right now, I saw uh, quite a few of my thought of, of thought leaders I looked up to joking about <laughs> alcohol. It's just and not a drinking joke. it at all hours and, and how great it is. And you know, my biggest fear is maybe our, our friends that are struggling right now because I mean my mental health, Gabby and I were talking before this, my mental health right now, At 26 months, um, in dealing with this pandemic, I'm struggling. I think we're all struggling with uncertainty at some level. And so my biggest fear is seeing these things, these people that we look up to, even people that have talked about sobriety and talked about being mindful of drinking and talked about all this self-better help, suddenly turning, flipping a switch. You can't help but think, okay, well, if she's doing it, the maybe yeah. this is a free for all. Yeah. And, and so my biggest fear is that we're going to have this. I, it, I feel like I need to speak to you specifically, if you are having those feelings and I want to let you know, like I'm with you. I we're here for you. If you need anything, we're there, but like, that's not probably going to be the answer for you. If you have some time under your belt, because I'll tell you that as I talked earlier about my you know, drinking that turned into like every night after work, like the crippling anxiety that I, and depression that I dealt with, it was a toxic cycle. And so you're probably, it's probably not the best thing for you to step into to deal with the uncertainty of the times. So, I feel like I have to say that um, here in a non judgmental way for the people that are still struggling listen, keep doing what you have to do right now. We're still here for you as you're struggling, you know, don't put yourself in a medic, in a, in a medically compromised situation. The people that want to joke about me, like I want to post memes and joke, like that's really great. Um, I've talked before in my first episode, like there was a time when I hit, I think 18 months, it came up. It was really weird on my time hop or my, you know, memories, and I had posted, like, post a, post a GIF below of what you think about me. And there were, like, over 50 meme or over 50 GIFs, GIFs, whatever the fuck they're called, of, like, wine, of people drinking wine or whatever. Like, I associated myself. The reason why I'm speaking up now is because I was that person that perpetuated gray area drinking, that perpetuated making a joke out of my alcoholism. So I was too scared to face it. I was the person that would sit alone shaking with wine and then think okay maybe I do have a problem and then go to social media and see a meme and and then justify it somewhere in my fucked up brain and my biggest fear is that people might be struggling in that you know shallow waters getting to the deep end and then justifying you know seeing others talk about it.
0: Talking about the epidemic of alcoholism and the reason why the liquor store is an essential service like that's really what what this is about. And just making sure you know that you're supported, you're loved, you are worth showing up and being present. And I do also just want to touch on, we know that alcohol messes with your inhibitions. And in this time when we need to be safe and we need to be social distancing and we need to be taking certain precautions, it is quite reasonable to assume that if you're drunk, you're not going to be following the recommendations from leading health officials about this epidemic or pandemic. You may be um, inviting people over to hang out that you might not be doing if you weren't drinking. And that's how this will continue to spread. You might not be washing your hands as often because it's not a priority in your mind while you're indulging. Um, Maybe you'll go into the store and the more you're going to the store, the more you're exposing yourself. If you're needing to go re-up your alcohol supply every day or every couple of days, you're making more unnecessary trips to the store than maybe you would be if you chose to only drink one or two days a week instead of using the pandemic as an excuse to drink every day. Um, Again, if you are already really deeply physically addicted to alcohol, do not try to stop using right now. If you need to go to the store every day or whatever, and it really is an essential service for you right now, like I don't want you to feel like I'm judging you or making or wanting you to feel guilty or trying to stop right now. Like do not stop because again, like medical resources are going to be tied up taking care of this pandemic. But if you're not there yet, I would encourage you to be mindful and not, um, Maybe go down that rabbit hole and find yourself on May 20th or whatever day is the last day for your social distancing and essential services and sheltering in place um, rules for your area and find yourself where you are physically dependent on alcohol and then in need of medical services Um, from a very tired uh, community of healthcare workers that just got finished dealing with a pandemic that now might have to face an epidemic of people coming off of alcohol.
1: I also think that for those um that are dealing with this um, that are already physically addicted, like you are so once again, I cannot stress this enough, like you are so you are loved like this is not from a place of judgment for you, and if you need you know mental health support as you're navigating this kind of on your own and maybe listening to this you know in that struggle, like please reach out, we're here for you as well, um, but continue to do continue to keep yourself as well as you can during this time. This can be a very triggering time for for us, um, whether you consider yourself an alcoholic or whether you're in gray area drinking or whether you use that word or not. Um, but people that tend to cope with alcohol or cope with drugs, it's because you're trying to shift that reality. And so I want to tell you from my own personal experience, You want to escape, at least in my situation, I would want to escape. So I would start digging a hole to go in, you know, and drink. And it would be one glass of wine. Then it would be a a small bottle of wine. Then it turned into a big liter of wine. um, Then like, you know, a box or whatever. But every single morning when I would wake up, I still had to come out of that hole, you know, and it was still the same thing. So you're not going to change the reality around you by escaping for a moment. And what happens when you wake up? In my own personal experience, and I can't speak for everyone, but when you wake up from that escape and you realize everything is is the same, and actually potentially worse because of decisions you know that I made while drinking, it's anxiety. It it causes even more anxiety, you know. And and then that's kind of how it happens. Nobody's saying that this is fucking easy. I had a four-year-old toddler breakdown right before this um, because I'm struggling with being confined and being an extra extrovert Um, so nobody's saying this is fucking easy but the last thing I want you to do is put gasoline on the fire for yourself um, when there are other
0: options yeah yeah I think um, I think I hope that someone can take something from this and maybe find some feeling of being supported and loved and just know that you're seen and like we're all in this together literally like this is this does not discriminate we are all in this together and um, yeah I hope that you enjoyed listening I don't have anything else to add here I just want you to know that you are so loved you are not judged you are in a place hopefully where like you're not feeling expected to do anything outrageous like you don't have to take this time to do personal development or anything just um i would just say just be be mindful of what you're doing to yourself to your body to your spirit um be mindful of your mental health in this time and if you need support just reach out we will get through this together and um keep your head up keep your head up okay all right so we will see you next week please don't forget to subscribe leave a comment um give us a rating if you're on itunes and we will talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. Bye.